0: Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less, with your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, Um, just a quick reminder, if you haven't yet, please subscribe, and if you can, leave us a review uh, on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or wherever you're listening. It helps us to reach more people, and we really appreciate it. If you do review the podcast, just tweet at one of us and let us know, and we're happy to share your blog or your post uh, with our audience as a bonus. Um, Today we're going to talk about regret. Regret. Um, We titled this podcast Don't Regret This because there's one thing that we wanted to really hone in on. Um, As you get older, and one of the things we realize as we talk to older people, um, they often look back on their lives and regret things that they didn't do. Maybe they worked too much. um, Maybe they didn't take the trip that they wanted to. uh, But a lot of times we're hearing more and more that people regret that they didn't start investing sooner or that they didn't start saving soon enough to take advantage of things like compound interest. So by the time that they got into their 50s, 60s, and 70s, um, they hadn't saved up enough money to where they could retire or take that trip that they wanted to take. Um, So it's really important to not only start investing uh, as soon as you can, but try to save as much money Uh, as soon as you can uh, in order to minimize uh, or hopefully not have any regrets, uh, you know, in the future. What do you think, Matt?
1: Yeah. One thing I've seen like permeate society now is this whole YOLO attitude of, you know, you're young and you want to live life to the fullest. And so you, you know, you basically design it where you don't want to have any regrets later in life. Um, So people are traveling more, you know, they're trying to take the, you know, more exotic, Um, yeah, trips or dining out, you know, they're they're trying to live for more experiences. But yet, I think in that same boat, I I almost wish this was true. But you know, the regret of not investing early is going to be one of those things that's still going to haunt a lot of people, I think. And so you know, you might be older and be like, you know, I'm glad I went on that trip. But then you might be like, you know what, I wish I had more money today. And you can do both those things. It's just about starting early and building the right habits. You can have it both ways. And again, at the end of the day, you can minimize or ideally eliminate that feeling of regret. And once that feeling creeps in, it's hard to get rid of it. Because, you know, from just talking to a lot of older people, it's a very very powerful emotion and there's always going to be something in there. And so, you know, if you can find those areas that might be, you might regret later, um, it's going to go a long way for many decades. Yeah. And you
0: have a lot of control. And I think, you know, one of the two things that I'd like to add, um, is that savings actually really hard. And when you just look at, um, neuro, neuropsychology and neuroscience and behavioral finance, it's pretty easy to see that our brains aren't really wired to think about the future. And so literally when you're investing and trying to think about your future self, you're going against literally millions of years of evolution. Um, so that makes it really hard. And that's why building the habits so important because really the habit is the only way that you're literally able to rewire your brain when you form a new habit and go against millions of years of evolution, um, and, 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 and really take that step, uh, you know, step forward. Um, and the second point is, um, gosh, what was the second point?
1: Well, I'll, I'll jump in there now. (laughs) Uh, but I was just thinking like a lot of people look at, um, you know, especially for investing early, they might look at it as like, oh, I should save 15% of my income over the whole year. And this kind of goes into that point of, uh, biologically, our mind isn't designed to look at something in a time increment of a year, you know, we're very much more uh, a part of our, our surroundings and maybe we can plan ahead, but a year, you know, decades out, those sort of blurs up our, our tangible feeling to the, to the, to the benefits of that. So, you know, if you are struggling to start investing, I think an easier way is maybe looking at it on a weekly basis or even a daily basis. You know, how much are you putting in for your future? Yeah, there's
0: actually some crazy things you can do. Um, there's some new academic research where there's actually age simulators. So there's ways you can go online and just search for an age simulator and upload a photo of yourself, and it'll make you look like you're 40 years older. And literally, the academic research shows that when you do that, it helps you understand that you need to save more for that time. It's kind of a crazy life hack. And then then the final thing I wanted to mention Mm -hmm. is even if you're, you are saving, you're probably not saving enough. And I think this is one of the myths that we try to dispel. Um, a lot of the literature says maybe save five, 10, 15% of your pre-tax income, but really the numbers are closer to 25 or 35%. If you want to have enough money for the future, uh, given all the uncertainty, um, that's likely to happen, uh, you know, in the future. So hope this was helpful and we'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag Millennial Money on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.